What up, guys? New BCG Podcast episode. Thank you all for tuning in. And today, I'm fresh off the news of Nas releasing a new album. Uh, the new album will be produced by Hitboy. Uh, it's called Magic 3, dropping this Friday. Well, no. Yeah, dropping this Friday. And um, it, it's a surprise because, like, I don't think anybody knew that, you know, he was going to be dropping. But Nas is one of my top... He's in my top two uh, favorite rappers. If you follow BCG Mag, BCG Podcast, you know who my top two uh, rappers to ever do it are. Number one, Tupac. Then you got Nas, number two. And, you know, I always tell people the reason why I like those two artists is because I feel like from the time they came in the industry to now, you know, like for Pac, the time he came in the industry to when he passed, they always spoke about real stuff. You know, you can't really pick, you can't really look at one album in Tupac's catalog and not hear a song where he's speaking about like social injustices or some of the stuff that's going on in the real world. You know, like I think All Eyes on Me was a different album for him because I feel like it was before, you know, he, you know, the whole situation happened. You know, he he signed with Death Row. I think it was a different time for him. You know what I'm saying? But when you go back into like Me Against the World and, um, you know, like some of his like early albums, I feel like Tupac really was was really talking about some very real stuff, you know, and I think, you know, sometimes I think people forget that Tupac has a really good catalog. And it's not just, you know, the albums that I mentioned, you know, I'm talking about like some of his greatest albums, like for even Strictly For My Niggas, that's one of the best albums he's created. Me Against the World is one of my top favorite, uh, well, actually, it's my top favorite uh, album from Tupac. Then you got Tupacalist Now. And, you know, even with Tupacalist Now, with Brenda, uh, you know, it has Brenda's Got a Baby on there. Um, and it has, it has what, Trapped on there. And, 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 you know, it has Words of Wisdom, Violent. Like, he's, he's being like, he's like a pro-black, just like, it's like he's like a Black Panther rapping. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people don't really listen to that when they think of Pac. They think of something else. I don't know. You know, even when you hear people talk about Pac, they're like, oh, well, he made songs for women. I don't think he made songs for women. I just think he made real, real songs. You know, I think he made real stuff. You know, like he was talking about stuff. You know, like Tupac is now trapped. It's probably one of the best songs that Tupac has ever created. And I don't, I don't know if people really, I don't know if people really look at it from that standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think enough people actually give Tupac that credit for lyrically being on top of everything. Like he's a revolutionary artist because the stuff that he talked about then is still happening now. And that type of artist can never be forgotten, like ever. There are rappers who speak about stuff that you're going to forget tomorrow. Like there are rappers who put out albums and songs right now that I don't forgot already and they put them out last year. You know what I'm saying? So that's just tell you a lot about Tupac and where he was. Not only that, but Tupac was <clears throat> extremely young when he released Tupacalist Now. Um, I think <coughs> I think a lot of people said when he created Tupacalist Now, um, he was like 19. And when he was writing Brenda's Got a Baby, he was 17 years old. <coughs> Keep Your Head Up was uh, released and put on I think Strictly For My Niggas, is that the album that Keep Your Head Up was on? Yeah, it was on, 
um, strictly for my niggas. And, like, <clears throat> the thing with Pop is that I don't think anybody else talks like him, especially not at that age. The closest that we've gotten was Nas, and I really feel that way. I can't put Jay-Z above Nas or Tupac because I don't think lyrically Jay-Z, it took Jay-Z a little while to get to that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when Jay-Z was 19, I don't think he was even close to the level, hit like level of Tupac and uh, Nas. You forgot, like, Nas is the guy that, that wrote Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, people really forget that these two artists are, like, at the, like, they're mouths, like, they're... Far, 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 far from a lot of people. I don't care what type of money these artists have. They are not touching Tupac and Nas. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me. That's just me telling my, you know, honest and giving my, giving, telling my honest truth about who I feel is at the top of the rap game. And this is like forever. I don't think anybody touches either two of those artists. Now, if you want to go down the line and speak on, you know, artists who are, are good and, you know, artists that you know, in some type of way were, um, changed the game in a way, you have to put Jay-Z there because I think mean, he did change the game. But I think musically, if we're just speaking about music, I don't know if I put Jay-Z number three. I think I put Jay-Z like number five. Now, if you're talking music, we have to put somebody like Notorious B.I.G. number three. Um, number four, I mean, it's, it's that's tough. But who would I have to put number four? And there's so many people that come to mind when I, when I say number four. But I really want to say Rakim because I feel like Rakim lyrically is, in, is, is hard to beat. And that's just, I've always felt that way about Rakim. And some people may say, well, you got to put Hove there. Maybe. It depends on the list. You know what I'm saying? Like It depends on whoever's list it is. Because if we're, you know, I got, there are rappers in no order that I can put in my top, that I have in my top 10 from uh, Common, Lauren Hill, you know, I got Lupe Fiasco in there. Um, I got Kendrick, you know, I got J. Cole. I mean, these are real lyricists. Like, these are people that really know how to rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, you know, like we, we, we have a lot, everybody has these, these top, these top uh, you know, list of, of, of rappers. And then they, they put people in there that I feel like are good and they did well, but are they really, can they lyrically beat these people that, that, that I'm speaking of? I think Lauren Hill gets downplayed because Lauren Hill doesn't have a whole lot of projects, but does she need a lot of projects? Lauren Hill was rapping and singing on the mic. Nobody was doing that. And she was doing it really good. She's rapping, and then she's going to sing in a chorus. Like, come on now. You can't beat that. There's no, like, when you when you, when we talk about talent, you got to, like, really be realistic. Like, Andre 3000, to me, is, like, like, realistically, to me, one of the best rappers as well. I couldn't say singer because I don't, I don't feel, I don't look at him that way. But somebody like Lauren Hill can sing and rap. Like, you can't really put her in any type of box because she can do both very well so i mean we talk about rappers you know when we speak about rappers and um you know who's some of the top rappers my top rappers you know for sure top two Nas and uh tupac for sure those are two people that slots never they never move 
like that the one and two Pac Nas like those are the top two artists those are the top two rappers to ever do it I don't think anybody else beats them and if it and if anybody says otherwise that's just how they feel but who's out rapping Nas though <laughs> like right now who's really out rapping Nas it's disrespectful Anyway, so Nas is releasing Magic 3 this Friday. I'm super excited. I'm not going to lie. And I listened to his last album, and I thought it was pretty dope. But I think him uh, releasing this one with Hit Boy is going to be a lot different. He's going to have probably a different sound, probably. Um, I think that... I think he's going to try to come with something different, which is really good. Um... And like I said, it's Nas. So like I, I'm just ready for the album because I know it's gonna be 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 dope. And like I said, this is my birthday month, so obviously when new music drops, I'm listening to it. This man is having a legendary run right now in the rap game, and a lot of people don't want to give him his flowers. You know, I've seen a podcast, and you know, I hate to do this, but you know, I'm not big on the podcast, boys. You know what I'm saying? I don't care too much about it, but I heard people on a podcast say. Nas is not relevant. How? How is Nas not relevant when Nas is still winning Grammys and putting out albums at his age? Still putting out, like, you know, still putting out product at his age. On his 50th birthday, this Thursday, he's still putting out projects. Like, seriously? I just don't understand how people, how people feel like, an artist who's still able to do that in this era is not relevant. It's Nas. If you like hip-hop, you're listening to a Nas album. I'm going to listen to Nas because I listen to hip-hop. If you want to listen to the rap and the garbage rap, then you can go listen to that too. But see, I can listen to all of it. I can't, I, you know, I can't just listen to um, this music. I have to also listen to everything. So I can listen to everything. Um, Nas is one of the best rappers that we're ever going to see. When he's done and he retires and he's not doing it anymore, people are going to miss him. Like, seriously. A lot of rappers, you know, they'll start rapping and nobody really says a peep. Like, nobody really cares, you know, because they weren't really putting out anything that anybody really cared about. Um, this is the final time that Nas and Hit Boy will be collaborating on their album together. And I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for everything we've gotten from the, these two because, you know, they've had an incredible run. You know, amazing albums within uh, within a short period of time. You know, King's Disease, Magic. You know, like I, I just you know, I I just think that uh, KD three. I just think that this is like this is really big, and I think this is gonna be a really good album. So I'm really excited for it, and I think it's gonna be dope. And I I think Hit Boy. I think Hit Boy, you know, finally, he probably feels like this is really dope. You know, like knowing that you're able to work with a legend like Nas, one of the best to ever do it in the in, in, in rap music. Um, that's big. That's huge. So I definitely feel like, you know, this is going to be this is going to be crazy. And we, we are like we are literally witnessing greatness King's Disease was released in August 2020. King's Disease 2 was released in August 2021. Magic uh, was released in December 2021. King's Disease 3 was released in November 2022. Magic 2, July 2023. Magic 3, September 2023. 
Like we're literally witnessing greatness. Seriously. And, you know, my thing about it is I think that people need to understand that you you obviously got to got to look at it from a standpoint of a lot of people don't really understand stuff like that. When we're talking about rappers and why it means so much, you know what I'm saying? Because like we not we're not getting a whole lot of great music. Nas is just releasing music, releasing music and killing the game right now. So. I, like I said, I'm just super happy about it. Six albums in three years. That's ridiculous. Um, you know, as I said before, it's not. So them for this to be their final album, that's huge. Um, I'm sure that we're going to get some dope beats. I'm hoping that this is more than a, 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 like 10... 10 track project, maybe like, probably like 18, 15, hopefully. Um, I'm not sure if we'll get that though. But like I said, this is easily one of the greatest. Um, this is easily one of the greatest runs we've ever seen from a rapper and a producer. And they won a Grammy in the process of doing what they're doing. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that it is possible that they can win another. Um, you know, it's a lot of dope things happening in music right now. You know, this is the 50th, the 50th year of of hip-hop. And, you know, I think that, you know, we need to really start celebrating when we have artists like, you know, Nas, who can continue to release quality and quantity, like, you know, qu- quality and quantity from, the, from Hit Boy and Nas is on another level. We don't talk about this type of stuff enough because everybody talks about all the other stuff that doesn't really matter. When you are a hip hop head like I am, it should really be like a big deal to see this um, happening. Um, Nas is to me, like I said, he's 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 one of the goats, man, and um, I I'm just super happy to know that he's he's still releasing music and. This is going to be the last album from him and Hit Boy. So we, you never know. Nas might retire. That might be it for him. So I guess we'll have to see what happens. But I think that's going to end our podcast today, guys. Like I said, I'm super excited for this new Nas album that's releasing on Friday. I will be listening. It's a few albums I'm going to be listening to on Friday. But I know for sure I'm going to be listening to the Nas album. So um, thank you all for tuning into the BCG podcast today. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. And we will be back with more episodes. Thank you.